Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Club Cool Podcast, where we meet at the intersection of style and pop culture. Brought to you by Grand X Media, I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, and this is V16. It's our sweet 16. In fact, it's oh, it's oh so sweet. I actually asked producer Micah for a Ferrari cake for our uh, sweet 16. He was not able to get one. He could only get an Acura cake. But that's it, that's okay because Acuras are nice. Um, we are back with a full-on roundtable episode. This is the first one. This is the first one where we got the whole OG squad back in the stew since V4. It's been that long. We did it. We really did it. We really we put it on the calendar. It took weeks of preparation. Uh, you know, we, we had to switch some things around, but we made it happen. And today we are back with Ross, Will, and Phil all here on mics, ready to go for a roundtable episode. Whole squad shining. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Hello. It's going to be a good episode today. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to hit on some pop culture stuff. We're going to do a pop culture minute. It's been a while since we addressed anything going on in the uh, realm of e-news, if you will. But a lot has been happening. A lot has been happening. We all just went to a music festival here in Austin called Austin City Limits. And while we won't do specifics about the festival, we're going to talk about festival style at large. We are going to do a little bit of sneaker talk because it wouldn't be a roundtable without some sneaker talk. And then we're going to take some listener voicemails. First things first, let's jump in to the festival style. All four of us just went on two different weekends to Austin City Limits, a very big music festival. It's a pretty big deal. Um, it's a, it probably most comparable to Lollapalooza in sh- Chicago, but it definitely has some elements of Bonnaroo and Coachella as well. And, you know, I love going to this thing. It's one of my favorite weekends of the year. The, the, uh, the weekend is great. Hanging out with your friends is great. It is. Having beers and smoking some pot and listening to music is great. <laughs> But the people watching at this thing, oh my god, is really just second to none. It's phenomenal. It, it, it's one. It's maybe the best part of the whole thing. And I mean, you are just constantly just treated to, you know, visual splendor walking around this place. Whether it is you know gorgeous mommies wearing absolutely nothing, yes, or people that are just make you say, you know, what what in the literal huh? f, right? Yeah. Yeah, what is that? What did I just see? Is that happening? That? Do you see that guy? He's <laughs> like see? a turtle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, I've got some notes here about about trends and, and what I saw that was crazy, but I just wanted to open the floor up first and, and ask you guys what what you saw, anything crazy, anything that stood out? Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll start. Uh, I thought it was sluttier than usual. I thought that the... Uh, okay, so festival attire, by and large... As a, as a, I guess worldwide, has become more and more like EDM chickish, where you can wear very little clothing and dance around and nobody cares that you're dressed like, uh, like barely wearing anything at all. That didn't ever really translate into ACL. It's always been a more chill, like hippie vibe. Well, now it's been combined in a way that there's slutty hippies everywhere. And I really enjoyed that. I thought that was nice. There was a, there were a lot of leotards and like mesh fishnet type stockings i saw a lot of sheer dresses and tops mm-hmm. so there definitely was titties there yeah, was a yeah. lot of people are free in the nipple these mm-hmm. days yeah. you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i support it i do too there were a lot of jean shorts that did not fit so many pairs of there, a lot of denim that didn't fit they yeah, were yeah. too short 
it it was not a good look. There were butts out. Yeah. Well, in some uh, cases, butts that needed to stay in. If style is one thing at ACL, it's democratic because Mm -hmm. anybody can wear anything, and they do. And will. And will. The the thing that kills me is um, the guys and girls, but it's usually the guys that will, I mean, it was, what, in the 90s for weekend two? I mean, on, on, yeah. I went weekend one and it was in the 90s. Yeah, and 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 weekend two, there were some peak, peak temps when the sun was out and it was humid as hell where like the heat index was definitely in the mid 90s. But these guys will still come out there in like skinny jeans and a jacket. Yeah, I don't get that. What is at all. that? So that's that that is definitely something that I have on my list. I, I don't know if I was just paying attention more because I knew we were gonna do a segment on it, but I saw a lot of people, both girls and guys this year, in like full on fits. Really? Yeah. They had, like had it planned jeans for, for a long time. And like lace up boots. Okay. Well that's and the like, issue. Is and it? stuff that is it, and it's just such a weird decision because you know what the weather's gonna be like. You've been outside before. You know what I mean? Like Anybody that has spent more than a couple hours walking around in that type of temperature knows that, like, nothing is comfortable. This is going to be miserable. Yeah, even shorts and a t-shirt, you're going to get hot and sweaty as hell. Mm-hmm. Well, they come so up with like, these things. You have to know that you're going to be miserable in that. It's weeks and months in advance people come up with their outfits for this thing, especially if they're traveling into Austin to do it. And so when they don't realize how hot it's going to be or if the weather changes or they don't realize that they they have to be outside in 90-degree weather for five or six hours before the sun actually goes down and they can wear that comfortably and you just see them just sweating bullets the entire time i was wearing a t-shirt and shorts and i was sweating bullets immediately and i was like i cannot imagine being one of the guys here well typically typically at festivals uh fashion is overridden by comfort because you're outdoors for an extended period of time standing and you need to be comfortable more than anything so it's odd to me that more people this year were like, nope, I'm doing it. I'm pulling off the whole fit. <laughs> I'm going out there with a the fucking jacket and skinny jeans on. I don't care. And boots. And boots. That's what kills Lace me. Lace up boots. boots. Yeah. Dude, and leave I, the boots at home. I, I, may, I feel like maybe like going right into the festival, there were some forecasts that were like, oh, it might actually be comfortable and cool at ACL this year. But then, no, it wasn't nah. really. Mm-mm. But I think maybe that threw some people. But yeah, I mean, it's not like, it's not, it's, it, it is one of the main differences between Coachella and ACL is that like the weather is not as comfortable. It doesn't get as cool at night. There's not a bunch of celebrities and like street style photographers. So like you're not like you see less of just like the full on fits. You don't need to stunt on people at ACL. You really don't. You really don't. But that does lead me into one thing that I another thing that I noticed. Uh, The chicks are still all about the Gucci belts. Love, love love the Gucci belt and and that is that's a that's a big time flex right now. Um how do you how do you spot a Gucci belt? The two du- interlocking G's, oh, the two yeah. big G's. Yeah. 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 Tight. Um the wide brim hats st- the very, become a real festival staple. Mm-hmm. For a while I think that was like maybe like people were like, "Ah, oh, it's a trend, it's a trend, it's a trend." It's just like oh, on the over. books now. Yeah, it's in it's in there permanently. Yeah, it's, where'd it's, that yeah. come from? It's like a witchy thing. It came from like American Horror Story or some shit. And Beyonce, Beyonce fucked us all up with that video where she wore the flat brim hat, mm. where she did the this up, up and down head <laughs> nod dance is what I'm doing right now. That's where she fucked us. <laughs> that's yeah, why it's like a mariachi. It's hat. like palazzo pants and felt wide brim hats. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. but that but that was 
that was definitely everywhere. I did take advantage of uh, of Friday when I wasn't out there for too long. I wore mine. We actually talked about some some uh, somebody that wanted to mm-hmm. wear a Brixton field hat on V4, and we yeah. did suggest that he try it at a festival. It's a great place to do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, I saw a dude wearing, like, tights. Like tights, like uh-huh. Nike Pro Combat full tights. Yeah. I saw, I saw somebody then, doing the same thing. Well, did did the person that you saw also have Western boots on on top of those tights? Time. No, Time. no. Yeah, that's because that's what we saw. He was doing it. He was doing it. Yep, that was a look. That's that's not good. Um, Fila is back <laughs> for girls. I saw really? so much Keep Fila, it. especially the big white chunky sneakers. Keep it. Yo, is it Champions making a comeback too? They've been they've been back. They've been back. Dog. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's but, crazy uh, to me that all these old-ass brands are like... How, it's funny. Like, What are you supposed to do if you have a brand that goes down into the dumpster for a decade <laughs> and you're like, listen, we just got to wait it out. Yeah. Fashion is cyclical. <laughs> We're going to lose money for 20 years, but then it'll be cool. No, I feel like that's yeah, what happened yeah. like Stussy and stuff. And all of a sudden it's yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Is it Stussy or Stussy? I, mean, I, I don't know. I, Nobody does. I think you basically... What happens there is you just... You probably have to fire like 90% of your staff and you just go into like a, a, a shell corporation right. basically. Put you're all just your running, shit in boxes. You're just running it. bare bones. You're making like, you know... Four things a year. You just you're doing other things, and then you're like, "Oh my god, athleisure is a thing now." Yep. Let's go, let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's go. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And I've been holding out of some Peace Frog shirts, just waiting for them to come back. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. I'm psyched for Bring Champion. Them out. No, that's funny, man. That's yeah. like that's so. Oh, random. Champion's back. Oh, yeah. did I, I meant to tell you. Well, I Target is now carrying a selection of Umbro gear. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like I have to go to Target now. So uh, Umbro. Also, I know what I'm doing after work. You know, they collabed with uh, Off-White as well. So that's another one to look out for. Uh, another thing that I saw, and this was this is also always crazy to me. We were on the verge of rain all three days, weekend two. It miraculously did not rain during festival hours, Friday through Sunday. But it, it was, this is weekend two. The festival is muddy. The park is, is, is not as like, you know, just sturdy there's there's mud there's dead grass there's everything i saw one couple wearing uh matching white cream yeezys <laughs> yep that Not, so that's just a bad idea even if it doesn't rain you just have to know that's, that's insulting you, you're it is. you're going you're going to get them dirty and you know it you're okay with it they but are dude, easy, not they are easy to clean. Listen, <laughs> wearing the white cream Yeezys to a music festival is not I'm acknowledging that I'm going to get these shoes dirty. You're acknowledging that you're ruining them and you're never going to be able to wear them again. Those are going to look terrible for the rest of the Barrett wore them to an oyster bar one time and I was stressed out the entire time for <laughs> Barrett. I was like, dude, please don't drop any like yeah. cocktail sauce out on these things right now. Out in the park though, dude? How do oh. you maintain? You can't. I was very uncomfortable that day with my feet under the table. You can't kick around no. too much in white Yeezys under tables because you will, you'll scuff them. You, know, you like funny? to kick around under tables? Huh? Dude, I have like restless leg. I'm like, I'm an I'm, uh, anxiety <laughs> guy, right? So I have like, I'm always moving. That's the number one thing I've had to change since I started spending all my money on shoes. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't move your fucking feet. Uh-uh. If you're sitting at a table, you got to find your spot and then plant. <laughs> I have and to you got to find it to where it's enough distance from all the other feet yeah. and from the pieces of the table that you could possibly make contact with to avoid scuffing as much as possible. I have to wear certain shoes to Matt's El Rancho because if you sit outside, they oh, have the graded yeah. tables and. Yep. One slip of the chip, oh, and all of a sudden you've got salsa all over your shoes. Yes, yes. yes. See, it's I'm so, so well. Stressful. I'm so well trained at this point that before the salsa could get through the hole to hit my shoe, my hand would be under the table, and I'd catch it and throw <laughs> nice. it in my mouth. Team T- yeah, Man. To be fair, I'm sober. So yeah. Team Man just recently got some got his cream Yeezys in, and I was talking to him, and I was telling him that's the that's a pair of shoes I won't even drive in them. 
Look, my car is 20 years old. Yeah, me too. The pedals are <laughs> nasty down there. You don't know what they're just there's G- dirt. There's 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 just all sorts of stuff down there. And you'll you'll I'll, I'll get dirt marks and black little scuffs on midsoles of my shoes. I, I can't drive he, in there. So I just have to I have to wear some like flip flops or some slides. <laughs> and I just put the Yeezys in the front seat. And then I, when I get out of the car, I buckle them up. up. But yeah. I know that sounds stupid, but boom, problem solved. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the what you had. That's how you have to think for real. He already had a mishap. He uh, was transferring a Keurig oh, to the trash can. And that no. one single drop. <laughs> Got him. Shut the fuck up. Nah. You hate to see it. Uh, I love to see it. <laughs> that's the struggle, man. That's yeah. it right there. At that point, you just have to dye them in coffee, I think. Yeah, that's, that's the, what I told him. Now yeah. the coffee Yeezys. Yeah, yeah the yeah, espresso another, Yeezys. Yeah. Get some more of those K-Cups and dump them all over. Uh, <laughs> Phil and I both sported a, a, a mandana at, 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 on a day. I'm around big, the neck? Big, yeah, around the neck. Big mandana guy yeah. for festivals. Uh, it's not only wanting... functional, it looks good. I yeah. was picturing it on your head, like, no. and I was like, man, I hope they didn't do that. Well, uh, girl's neck looks tight. Girl's been doing this for a long time, I did. Wear, I, I, did I love wear, it. Friday, neck, Saturday, I had it on my on But my how, Okay, how on your head? Because you know how there's different methods like, you go with. Like, one is flat around the uh, you like, know, like yeah. a headband. Right. The other is... Uh, Tupac. Uh, Something bad. Yeah, he went Tupac with the. T- not no, I did front. not. I did not go. I did not go Tupac with <laughs> okay. it, like twisted so and then tied like in the a headband. Front. Yeah, but pushed back a little bit. But that's fine. Yeah. I think that's that's okay. Yeah, I've seen some other methods that are very questionable. Um, for men, the young guys are still all in on basketball jerseys. Fuck, festivals. Yeah. they are, dude. I was hoping yeah. that we would have this this roundtable, and I was going to be able to say, "Thank God." That's that over. those are gone, but no. they're not. Back <laughs> yeah, more that, than yeah. ever. Back more than ever. More yes. than ever. I agree. Uh, I agree. Even even like back when I was in a fraternity, and that was like part of the deal. Is it was fun to wear uh, throwback jerseys to frat parties. Yes. I don't know why. It's just something ironic about it. Um, this is so much like they were everywhere, and it's not just college kids. High school kids too. Right. Everywhere, man. I saw like jerseys from players. There's no way these kids even know who the who the name on the back of the right. saw like is. Charlotte Hornets jerseys from yeah. way back. Oh, and I was crazy. like, yeah, you don't even know who LJ is. It's mostly Westlake <laughs> kids. It's rich white kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they all dress the exact same way with different throwback jerseys on. And then I'll say, I'll say this. It's a little creepy, but it has to be said. <laughs> These high school chicks got to put more clothes on, man. At one point, we got into a circle. <laughs> Me and my friend Tyler were standing there, and we realized we were surrounded by, like, uh, like I don't know, 15, 20 Westlake girls with their, with their assorted group of guys that were with them. Yep. And we were like... Yo, we've got to get the fuck as far as fuck away from this circle of people as we possibly can because I feel like I'm committing a crime by even being near these chicks. <laughs> like, these, they don't give a fuck. These dudes are living the dream. They're wearing John Stockton jerseys and hanging out with chicks who are wearing next to nothing. Uh, I want a time machine. <laughs> End of rant. Yeah, yeah. All I can say is that I really empathize with you, Ross, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I'm look. I'm gonna. I, I'm scared. Uh, I'm even. I'm just scared to even say anything more than that, Ross. That's totally fine, and I, that's why I'm. I'm stepping out on a limb here, and I'm being the guy who addresses it. Yeah, the older yeah. you get, and the it, the younger that the high school chicks get, the scarier things become, and yeah. the scarier life is, and you just gotta run and hide. Well, I mean, we're all like early 30s here, and I, I think what's happening is it's just like. There's like a stereotype of, of, oh, you're just a dirty old man. And I think it's just happening. I, I think. Oh, it's that, an inevitability. Well, I, th- I don't right. know the difference between a 16 year old girl and a that got dropped off by her parents and a 22 year old that's about to graduate college. I can't tell at all. I don't know the difference. It's the same way that I don't know the difference between a baby that is six weeks old and a baby that is 
18 months old. This I'm like, uh, you're somewhere <laughs> in there. I know that you're some age, but I don't know. You're, you're a baby. Well, but you don't want to fuck the baby. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't, don't want to fuck a 16 year old girl either. But it's just like I'm I sorry, just, I had to. I, I have to. no idea what age anybody is. So I just like I'm like, yep, all right, have you your know, fu- have your fun. You know how long I watched that softball floating towards the plate, and I was like, don't do it, Ross. But I, I fucking had to. Uh, no, I feel you though, dude. I can't tell how old anybody is. It's terrifying. That's why it's like the main reason I got married is because I was like, I don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> You got out. I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, we uh, we saw some hip hop artists. We saw some. You saw s- some hip hop artists. We saw some. <laughs> ce- we saw some rock bands. We saw some celebs. Shaq was on stage. Did you with go Travis see Scott. That was shit. I, I uh, stood like four hundred feet away. I was like four hundred yards away. I I four hundred feet. Yeah. We were pretty close. Yeah. Fuck all that. Same <laughs> yeah. same song over and over. Yeah, it was. I thought like maybe. Yeah, I know. I'm pissing off the Metallica people. I'm just not into metal. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that's I'm. I'm not either. Pussies. And I wasn't going to stand around for two hours just so I could hear Enter Sandman. I watched the YouTube video of the performance week, weekend one, and I didn't last more than two minutes. I, I was, was there like, yeah, for the I'm whole good. goddamn show. I was and it was ripped. legendary. It, look, I get it. I'm a <clears> you got to see Paul McCartney and Metallica. Paul McCartney was dope, though. I know, but those are two yeah. legendary groups back to back. Um, That's the reason I did it, Phil. It was unbelievable. I, was, I knew I had to do it, so I put myself through it. But for me, it was tough. <clears throat> yeah. The uh, the famous guitarist from Metallica, not the lead singer, the other guy, Kurt Hammett. Kurt Hammett. Yeah. Uh, he was wearing a Givenchy T-shirt to perform in, and the which, tightest of pants, which I thought was pretty interesting because it's like it feels like not very metal to be wearing a six hundred dollar T-shirt. But I guess when Do you're you know Metallica, how much money those guys have. I, I know, I know. That's yeah. I know. Those, those just like, are, they took down Napster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those motherfuckers. They got that Napster money. Yeah. Lars specifically. Lars right. was very upset yeah. with Napster. Very. Is Lars still in Metallica? Fuck yes. yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. He's back there just destroying. Wrong with you? Okay, look. I will say this. I knew it was Kirk and James Hatfield. James. Lars is the only one I knew his name. Um, but those guys are machines. They get up there and just crank nonstop for two hours. Fucking go. And then they go like. Do whatever to, to hot models. Do you ever do you ever just like put Metallica on, Phil? All the fucking time. Really? If you would look at what I listen to when I'm working out, it would shock you. <laughs> just interesting. I go man hard. on repeat. Okay. Okay. We need, a, we, need a, we need a Phil Club Cool playlist. It's all his favorite. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go mash that right. follow button hey, on yeah. Spotify. Easy, for Phil. Phil. Let's go. You're scaring us. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, hold on. Before we move on, wasn't that was was he wearing the guitarist? Were those Fear of God pants that were just skin tight? I could only I wasn't close enough to see and like the video screen was like mostly focusing on guitar and up okay. so I didn't see the I pants I couldn't figure it. I think that they were and I'll, that I'll, dude can sweat I'll pull up a uh, yeah. I mean I it looked the, like somebody sprayed him with a I water I love the concept of a uh, middle aged man in a Givenchy shirt and fear of God skin tight pants with his sweating mushroom his head off. showing sweating his dick <laughs> off and he's just up there going for whom the bell tolls <laughs> it's like what are we doing here what is this what the fuck we're rocking man all right, let's uh, let's move it on into our pop culture minute here. R.I.P. to Ariana and Pete Davidson's engagement. They're done, I, and perhaps their relationship. I'm dead ass serious. I still haven't looked into what happened here because I'm too upset. Well, I I gotta say this was it, always ending before they got married. Yeah, okay, <laughs> and I don't disagree with you. And I when this first started, I was like, oh, fun summer fling. This will last not that long. <laughs> That's so sad. Everybody knows you're fucked. Yeah, before you even have a chance. They were fucked the second he got. They got the matching tattoos, which, but which are now gone. Okay, here's what. Here's where this turned for me. This was just like a fun fling. I would not have cared for a single second when it ended, except for what happened in the middle of their relationship and what I believe to have been the cause of of the end of their relationship, 
which is Mac Miller effectively committing suicide. What the hell does that have to do with this, though? Well, paint the picture for me. Okay, Mac Miller and Ariana Grande were together. Ah, for a couple of years. (laughs) Okay, they were deep. So this is her ex. Yes. Yes, and then they broke up. And she started dating Pete Davidson like relatively soon after, like maybe six months after they broke up. Mac spiraled a bit. And yeah. And the next thing you know, Mac Miller is ODing on pills and alcohol and whatever else. Yeah. And like Ariana Grande was understandably like shredded about this. Oh, for sure. Apparently they bond very hard over tragic things that had happened in the past because his dad died in 9-11. Right. And she had the London shooting at her concert. Right. And apparently those tragic events led them to bonding and that is what they originally like kind of you know got I to know each other over. that dude's dad died in 9-11 that is the craziest thing it's wild yeah so so here here's what here's where what's getting me like i i feel bad for mac miller obviously he, he this guy had you don't have to feel bad for him he's dead mad yeah. addiction problems a lot of demons he was dealing with <clears throat> you know that thing where people are like like threaten to kill themselves to get a girlfriend or boyfriend back or something like that. Yes. Or the, or the thought process of like, oh, I'll kill myself. If That'll show me, them. If you leave me, I'll kill myself. That'll really show them. Then they'll be sorry. I feel like Mac Miller like got his way because he he tor- he's t- now torturing her and he broke up the relationship okay, and he probably but, hated Pete Davidson. But you're making a lot of jumps in logic just because I, for all we know, he didn't even give a shit about her anymore. Right. I, okay. Like, maybe maybe she had absolutely nothing to do with his life anymore. I have no idea. You're right. You're right. I'm like, to, I'm jumping to many conclusions. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to shit on a dead guy, but the she really likes grungy ass looking dudes. Oh, for sure. So like, I want to know who she's gonna go to next because there has to be a third third domino here. Mac was a handsome grungy dude though. What? He, he's not a bad looking dude. I think Pete Davidson's more of a handsome grungy They are dude. both so grungy and look so smelly to me. <laughs> and I don't know who she's going to go to next because there's all these SoundCloud rappers that she could jump to now that are, like, grungy. Like, Lil Xan's too young and too, like, wily oh, looking. God, dude. But, like, he's not... He's closer to dating her than some other clean-cut celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, dude. here's like, the she's, hope, He's more her not. type. Well, I just... I really... I, I mean, I hope Pete Davidson is okay because I like that guy, but he is also you know, deals with a lot of issues and I, I want him to be okay. That's what I think Pete Davidson looks like. <laughs> he Phil has pulled up, up a the, picture of Pope the frog. Uh, Pepe white, the frog. white supremacy. Pepe, Pepe um, the frog. Pepe frog, yeah. It yeah. looks he looks just like Why is it, what does this have to do with white supremacy? Oh, I, know, like, I don't understand that, that. That's like their that's like their thing. That's their token. Yeah, I think it started on Reddit, didn't white it? White supremacists 4chan. 4chan. are Pepe the Frog people? They yeah, Pepe the Frog was like a funny meme thing, and then all of the crazy Reddit and 4chan white supremacist people like adopted it and made it their thing. And they that's ruined why, the what? frog. Oh yeah, fuckers! Have you never seen like the Trump, Trump, Trump Pepe the Frog? I don't, I don't no. dip into those subreddits. Mike. I stay, I stay away from all that shit, dude. I stay away from. Oh yeah, they shit. ruined Pepe. There. I live on. 4chan. Oh, that sucks. But that does look exactly like Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Davidson, he he's so unhinged that he makes me uncomfortable. I feel like nothing is off limits for him. It, he, it's not. It's not. He makes jokes at roasts about his dad dying in 9-11. And if you are willing to joke about your own father dying in 9-11, you will roast me off the face of the earth. <laughs> and, like, I don't, I don't like that at all. Honestly, the thing I respect the most about him is uh, that he went there with that. That, yeah. that is next-level shit. You have to be very funny and sick to be able to make a joke about your own dad dying on 9-11. But the, 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 the fact of the matter is uh, most super creative, funny, talented Hollywood people are, are fucked up. Yeah, they're somewhat tortured in some way. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. But I, I don't know. I, Ariana Grande kind of pisses me off. It's like, 
she's having too much success running through A-list celebrity men. Why is everybody... Is, it's, it feels like Taylor Swift. Remember she kept dating another A-lister. Mm-hmm. Not, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Just getting just material? Gets old. It's like... I just I can't know. get a beat on Ariana Grande. I don't care how many A-list dudes she dates. It's more It's more the fact that she's choosing like the tortured ones and then maybe torturing them more. I don't know. We're kind of like, Yoko Ono-ing her here, and I'm not sure that that's fair either. Well, so. I don't even know what she is because she is so next. Like, she is such a famous person that I know nothing about personally. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I'm like, with you. She seems to have no personality, personality to me, I, yeah. and I think that I don't know why. It's be, Maybe it's because she just isn't in the spotlight enough on she's award not, shows. Well, she's not aimed or, at you and I either. Yeah, that's true. We're not but, out but looking no, you're for right. She's Grande a clips. very, very famous face that like you, that that is that is almost not seen anywhere outside of that type of forum. Like, she's like a doll to me almost. Yeah. Like because <clears throat> I just don't know anything about her personal life other than the people that she's dated, and that's it. Yeah. She also doesn't really put a lot on social media. That's not kind of. That's right. Promotional or whatever. So yeah. it's, yeah, I don't know anything about her. It's there weird. was that time that she licked a donut. She was at like a donut store and she like oh, yeah, over the that. counter and licked a donut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was that. Yeah. I forgot about weird that. Weird headline. Anyways, uh, T's and P's to both Ariana and Pete. Yesterday was our boy John Mayer's birthday. Yeah. Big shouts to John Mayer. He turned 41, and <laughs> but he's just an ageless wonder, much like Pharrell. Style God it really is a lot like for much real. like his dad. I love introduces that introduced like me to lots of cool Japanese Americana brands. Is the what is the like the first dude where I was like, okay, tattoos are super cool. Second dude was Phil. Um, That's right. <laughs> John Mayer and then Phil. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two. Those yeah. are the two. Uh, rumor is that he buys two of every single Visvum piece that is made. And these are like uh, something from Visvum. It's like a, you know, it's, a, it's, it's absurd amounts of money. And he's apparently got two of everything, one for his collection and one to wear. And I just thought that was interesting because Ross, that's what you do with Rowdy Gentleman, right? It is. It's exactly <laughs> what I do with all of our Rowdy Gentleman apparel, which you can find on RowdyGentleman.com. It's our in-house clothing brand here at Grand. You like yes. to get two of each and you just, you keep one on ice. I, yeah, just yeah. in case. Just in case. You have an entire closet yeah. full of motorcycle tees. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because you never know, you know, if you lose your your boaters, or you you know, you talked about getting some queso or a salsa on something mm-hmm. earlier, right? If that happens to your boater cycle, you got to have your backup, <laughs> yeah. your bone zone uh, tank top. I know you've got two of those. Oh, yeah. well, Phil, I have four of those. Nice, yeah. one to rock and one to stop. One to rock, one to stop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think John Mayer is my favorite male celebrity right now. I he okay, he's so entertained. He's entered a weird space. I love people that leverage their social media really, really well. And like his Instagram stories make me laugh out loud. Yeah, his Instagram stories are thought out. He also does really good Instagram lives. Yeah, that I enjoy actually watching. Yeah, you know what's funny? It's all of the most A listers. I'd say ninety five percent of them. If you're making me pick a number, uh, suck at social media because they don't do their own social media, and the people they hire to do it suck. Mm -hmm. So when you have a guy like John Mayer who's super cool, how much more personable does he become because he's good at social media? Yeah. It's a massive leg up on other celebrities that I don't think enough people are respecting. Like, I tried to follow Bradley Cooper on Twitter earlier, and he wasn't on Twitter. And I was like, God he damn does, it. Yeah, he doesn't have an Instagram and either. And I get it. Really? I get it. I understand the, there's a point where you're above it all. Right. And you're yes. like, I'm not going down to the normal people level. I'm going to keep my brand elevated so high that I don't even need social media. I understand that. 
But I think if you can utilize it in a way like John Mayer has, like I can't tell you the last song that dude put out, but he's still very relevant to me because he kicks ass at social. Well, and that's, I mean, the best thing that ever happened to him was kind of falling out of the spotlight. He, he, he became the bad boy. Yeah, and he just, he, he obvi- you know, he's got a ton of money, more... Enough of he's set for life more doesn't than most ha- people realize. Doesn't have he spends to make his summers touring with the dead. Yeah, it doesn't have to make platinum matter. hits anymore. So it's just cool that, like, he's just basically got the ultimate life right now. He just gets to make music and do what he wants and play with the dead and toy around on social media. Now we should say from the outside looking in. Now who the fuck knows? Yeah, you know? I do like that he's also self-aware in terms of celebrities. Seemingly, who, yes. Uh, yes, he does. Like, see, he yeah. has. He seems to have very. Uh, a very self-aware view of it. He's like, hey, I'm a little bit of a dick. Yeah. It is what it is. So, HBD to John Mayer. Moving on. Emma Watson is dating a tech CEO. His name is Brendan Wallace. No! And he founded Cabify, which Daily Mail calls the Latin American Uber. Okay. God almighty. And this is a this is a hot new trend, and I'm, I'm both pleased that celeb women have realized what they can do and should be doing and the tech CEOs are like oh I get to date celebrities now but this is the this is the thing now Miranda I, Kerr I feel like yeah. these I feel like these hot celebs are out here and are like oh you know actors make a lot of money but do you know who has more money tech CEOs billionaires yeah, yeah billionaires so this is uh, how old is she I don't know 28 I think that she is she's always been in like my top five yeah, she's six. way up there for me. Man, too. she is so. Um, and it's fucked up because like you grew up watching her in Harry Potter, and then what are the odds she turns into like one of the hottest <laughs> chicks on the face of the earth? And it's not just that she's super hot too; it's also she's very intelligent. Like she her personality cool. and all of her, uh, she does a lot of uh, like charity work and phil- philanthropic shit. Fuck this guy, Brendan Wallace, man. What? Yeah, yeah. I feel, so, like, I feel like being a part of the Latin American Uber is a good little ticket. That uh, I'm sure he's doing just fine. Because now he's like in Silicon Valley and doing venture capital stuff. Emma's 28. Yeah. She's 28. Man, I know. I know born that. in 1990. Nice. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> you I've ever got... date a girl that was born Ooh. in the 90s, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have too. <laughs> yeah, I have. It was not my proudest moment. But she keep my car, actually. Which oh, uh, that's, that's, what, that's I, what 90s girls do. I jumped into the 90s pool, <laughs> and I was like, this is fucked up, but I like it here. She keep my car. I jumped out, and I never went back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Once yeah, once once something bad happens to a 90s girl, you have to get out. Oh, you got to <laughs> run. Yeah, they're crazy. Uh, we've got a buddy in SF who's, who's he's not a CEO yet. He's probably well on his way. Anyway, and now I realize, now I think I know why he's mostly stayed single through the years. He's just waiting until uh, until his opportunity to uh. date, date a hot celeb. So, here is my call for all of the hot single cel- female celebs that are listening to Club Cool, of which there are many, dozens, I would say. Dozens mm-hmm. of them. Dozens. Yeah, just get at me and I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you his, uh, his Instagram and you can DM him and, and see what's what. You want to know something that sucks? <laughs> uh, when you Google Emma Watson hot just because you're trying to get some hotter pics, like not just the regular headshots, all you get is you Photoshop fake pictures of her on some other chick's body, her head. They put her head on nude bodies. So you, that used to be a thing on the internet. Yeah, She's but I thought very, we were she is, this. she is very, very, for, for whatever reason, very I don't know. I feel like she is like the one that gets all those fake pornos made of her too. Yes, dude. It sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, well, <laughs> porn doesn't suck. I'm saying... This situation sucks. I thought we were past the Photoshop thing. Like, I'm trying to see actual photos of Emma Watson. God damn it. Who are these people with their her head on their body? 
I don't need this. This does nothing for me. I'm showing them one right now. That's so clearly <laughs> oh not. What the hell is, no. What the hell is this? Nice. I wish you hadn't shown me that. Yeah, that is not. In fact, Emma Watson. I'm kind of confident that's Kate Upton's body, body with her head on it. I, anyway, mm. I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. But um, yeah. So good for tech CEOs. Good for the celebs out there. Maybe we'll be tech CEOs one day. <laughs> Doesn't guys. do anything for us. No, no not, not quite. We'll be uh, media media moguls. In, in no time, though. That's right. Podcast moguls. Sure. We'll get I there. Should say. We'll get yeah. there. All right. Let's take a quick break. Hear from our sponsor. Today's version of Club Cool is brought to you by Me Undies. You've probably heard of Me Undies. You're probably thinking that, oh, that's that underwear brand that does like kind of crazy, fun prints. Yeah, real flashy. Yeah, yeah. But I have tried them on and worn them. And I got to tell you, they're the most comfortable drawers I've ever put on. That's what Charles Barkley calls underwear is drawers. Drawers. Yeah, <laughs> I just call them underwear, though. And they're pretty awesome. They are a micro-modal fabric, so it's different than cotton. In fact, it's three times softer than regular cotton. Three what? times? Yeah, they got scientists together, and they said, we need a way to figure out and measure the softness of things. And they did, and they've determined that micro-modal fabric used on MeUndies is three times softer than the cotton that you probably have on. Incredible. They release multiple fun prints every month in matching socks and underwear. They do t-shirts. They do lounge pants. They also have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Mm. You're going to love them. You will. But if you're not into it for some weird reason, MeUndies will do whatever they can to get you into the right pair. And if they can't, you get to keep them and they'll refund you. It is a risk-free way to try the best underwear ever. Like actually risk-free. There's actually risk-free. Zero risk for you. So a, a lot of guys, you know, they think there's two options. They think there's like a boxer and a boxer brief. I just want to tell you that there's an in-between. It's called a trunk. It's what I've been wearing for several, several years now. I swear by the trunk. So if you have not tried this, it's basically in-between a brief and a boxer brief. It's got like a it's 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 not up in your butt like a brief. Mm -hmm. It's not all the way to your knees like a boxer brief. It's in between. It's perfect. I like the classic colors. That's just what I find to be the sexiest look. And hey, for guys and girls out there, the thing is, MeUndies is it's pretty attractive stuff. So if you're a guy, pick up something for your lady too. There's a lot of really like it comfortable, wearable, but but good looking and sexy stuff that uh, you both will like on one another. Bralettes and, and such. Yeah, bralettes. Mm. Yeah, thongs, boy shorts, the, the whole works, the whole nine yards. Daddy horny, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you can get 15% off your first pair. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash cool. That's MeUndies.com slash cool. Check them out. Hey, we're back, and it's time to talk about sneakers. It really wouldn't be a Club Cool episode, especially not a roundtable, if we didn't do a little bit of sneaker talk. I wanted to tell you guys a quick story, a couple of, uh, of StockX screw-ups that I made recently. It's actually my first two purchases on StockX. Here's what I did the first time. I was very nervous about <laughs> Ra the face on Ross right now. He's <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. He's like, what'd you do? Yeah, How you yeah, fuck well, this up? I'm about to tell you. I'm about okay. to tell you. So I really I, want you to buy like a children's pair of Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> I went for a 10T, which actually means toddler. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So I really wanted the Nigel Sylvester uh, Jordan 1. And I was very freaked out when these were about to drop because the last shoe that I wanted on StockX was the sale, like all white element react mm -hmm. 87, 
which I watched go from approximately three hundred and twenty dollars to now it hovers at about five hundred a pair. That's Holy shit! Crazy. And so like I was really really pissed at myself for waiting around and being like, oh they'll drop, and they just kept going up and up and up, and now they're now I'll never now pay that. now I'll never pay is that impossible much. to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I ended up paying too much for a pair of the Nigel Sylvester Jordan ones. Oh, like a lot too much, like one hundred and twenty bucks oh, too much. Wow. And I got them. I received them from StockX. I pulled them out of the box. And this was just like the price had already been like slipping. Because, you know, it takes a couple weeks to get a pair of shoes. Yes. Because of the, the whole the yeah, way they got to send them, get them, yeah. get them fully yeah. uh, authenticated and all that. And I pulled them out and the aglet on the on one of the shoelaces looks like somebody has taken a hammer, like put it on a table and smashed it with a hammer. Oh, so no. a little plastic piece on the tip of the shoelace. Mm-hmm. It's just like completely smashed and flat. Oh, no. And so I immediately took pictures, emailed StockX, and I was like, hey, uh, I don't think this is right. This is kind of messed up. Like, what can you guys do? And they were like, uh, and they said, you can have a coupon for $20 off your next purchase, or you can send them back for a full refund. So I sent them back for a full refund and immediately bought another pair for $120 <laughs> less than I, yes. than I just had. Bingo. So incredible stroke of luck that I got a damaged pair there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that just, you know, that's the game you play here. That doesn't stock, happen, with by stock the way. X. Uh, with, with actual stock on the stock market, if you buy a stock <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then said stock plummets, yeah, yeah. you can't just call. Uh, that's one of the great things about StockX. So you just, you got to be careful out there. Sometimes if you wait, you get screwed. Sometimes... If you don't wait, you also get screwed. Um, and then the what next thing. What are you supposed thing, to do then? Yeah. Get screwed. <laughs> just get fucked yeah, up. Just, yeah, you yeah. get screwed. Just, I'm just saying. No, you know? I got you. you know? I, but I, they're not a sponsor right now. They should be. But props also to StockX for taking care of it like that without asking a million questions or like, you know. Yeah, that's good customer being service. Fishy. It's good customer service. So um, I like those J's you got, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're very. I like them a lot as well. Uh, I then tried to buy a pair of the undercover element reacts off StockX, which price was all fine everything good but i bought my usual nike size and these are weird fitting and they did not fit they were oh, half do they, they run were, smaller they big. run big so really yeah if you're out there and you're thinking about any pair of element react 87s go a half size down from your regular nike size now this always bums me out when they have a when the same thing happened with yeezy the several of the first editions of Yeezys that came out on Adidas, uh, where the sizes were all jacked up. Like, they would never be the same as the other Adidas sizes. They'd have to tell you, like, oh, these run small or these run yeah. big. And it kind of. They did it, it with the, the white release. Yeah, it differed from V2 to V1 to. It was all. They've been all over the place. And yeah. uh, it's like, why can't you figure out your sizing enough to where we don't have to deal with that? And then if it is going to be the case that it's different. Make sure it's splattered everywhere. Like mm-hmm. these yeah. Nike Element Reacts, the whole world's trying to get these shoes. They're one of the hottest shoes in the game, if not the hottest. How is that not common knowledge at this point? I didn't know yeah. that till you just said it. Yeah. Which means well, that it's I not mean, common it, knowledge enough. And, yeah. And the thing is, like, every it, sizing is always a tricky part of this because everybody's also a little bit different and likes to wear their shoes a little bit differently, whether they like them like super snug or if they need some room in the toe box. Sure. So it's just, you know, it's a toss up. But I did end up. Uh, being able to sell the pair that was the wrong size to a member of Club Cool. So that all, and so I was able to save him some money off the StockX price of those things. Plus, I got most of my money back and it all worked out. Like a listener? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. And, the uh, power and, of and, the and, club. Now, and now he's out there stunting in a badass pair of undercover 87s. Good um, for him. Good for him. Yeah. That's I've got a couple of good, what's, what'd you, what, sorry, Will. That's great for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
couple of good questions from some listeners about sneakers. Uh, let's start with the first one. The first time is the first one is, what is y'all's all time Grail sneaker? Basically, money's not an option. You can't resell these anyway. Oh shit! You gotta wear them. What is what's like? You, basically, you have an, a, a gift card for StockX, unlimited amount of money on it, but you can only buy one pair of shoes. Like, what's your what's your number one Grail? Of all I'll time? give you my historical one. The one that the one that has always been. Uh, you know, it's like my what's the deal with Gatsby? There's the light at the end of the dock or whatever. That's mine. Is is the Red Octobers? Really? Ooh. Yeah, I would um, love to see you in those. I, I that's the problem is I couldn't I could not pull them off, and I it's like I've come to terms with that, and that's the reason I haven't. I bought actually them. think you could pull them off. I, look, you, you wear those basketball sneakers, those Hardens. They're yeah. the same silhouette. Just a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. When you do the this when it's all red like that, dude. They're so red. I mean, they are so loud. They're <laughs> scorching red. I mean, outrageous. If you look at them and then you look away at a white wall, you can see an outline of those sneakers now, on the white wall. And here's here's the problem. I don't want to wear a shoe that people look at it and then they look up at me and they're like, "What are you doing?" See, that's why I wear shoes. I just don't. This this one definitely gives off that. Like, I wear a lot of shoes that people probably do that anyway. But I guess it's more about me. If I look down at my feet and I'm wearing these, and then I'm like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, but those are still. Uh, you can wear them to ACL next year. <laughs> they're, they're still five grand on on StockX. Yeah, that's really it's crazy. It's it's it is shocking to me that they have held value like that for this long. They're so sick, though. It's the color that crushes me, that I love and hate. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. the color, but it's the reason that I wouldn't be able to pull them off in my brain. So that's still my holy grail. I would love, to, you know was, I would you love know, to see pictures of you in Montana wearing those. Wearing Red October. <laughs> yeah. You know what was awesome about the Red Octobers is that they didn't release until after Kanye had left Nike. Yeah. And Nike just like no promotion, nothing. Just like the dead of night on a Tuesday dropped them on Nike. Really? I didn't yeah. realize that. That's awesome. And, and then it, I love that. still one of the highest priced resale yeah. sneakers on the market 10 years later. Fucked up. Okay, what, 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 what do you guys have? Uh, mine is the Nike Craft Mars Yard uh, Tom Sachs. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Can you say that slowly? Okay, just type in on um, StockX Tom Sachs, S A C H S. Ooh, these are cool. Aren't those dope? So I try yeah. to get in on the. There's two different drops that they've done. Um, the so this I, I love like when they get creative with these drops. Um, this one was one of the most creative I've seen. You have to you had to log into this 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 site that was you know a different domain name, and it was kind of like a a space station, and you'd have to go in and answer these weird space related questions. And if you didn't get every single one of them one hundred percent correct, you're kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> that that's cool. Okay, that's but they let you retake it and retake it. Yeah, and then you get to to get into the raffle. Oh, th- that's that's much better than uh, most of the other ways that they do this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You have to actually answer questions and get some trivia. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the packaging on this was really cool. The inside, the the sole, the um, everything is the detail is fantastic. And both versions, the 2.0 and the original drop, um, I really love. And I've seen them in person. They're very versatile. The colorway has that khaki and white. It, that that's as simple as it. I mean, that goes with everything. Right. right? And a yep. little bit of red. I love the big loops. Yeah, these are hot. It's yeah. also a good choice because you can wear those and like beat them up a little bit. Yeah, they don't they they don't look bad because that's right. they're worn. Yeah. That I look. That's what I look for now. And if I'm gonna buy a hyped sneaker, I mean, I want to be able to wear it. Yeah, you know, and not feel. I want to be able to wear it and and 
not worry. And be able to beat it up and it look okay. You know, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. I clean them every once in a while, but you know, I'm past the point of trying to keep my shit that clean. Oh fuck, I'm squarely in the middle of it still. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I need, I, to, I need to elevate to the next level where I've you're at. Stopped yeah, there. this this level sucks. Come it's up to worst. this level, man. I've 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 slowed down a bit to where it's like I'll, I'll clean them every like two two wears now. What? Um, but I'm still completely out of control, <laughs> dude. Every two wears is out of control. It's, uh, dude. I was doing it every time I'd take off a pair of sneakers when I got home. Full clean. I would bust out Jason Mark. Wow. Nice. Full fucking clean. Nice. That's not. Even I mean, if there I was no it, visible marking. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. But that's why I've been able to maintain yeah. my, my yeah. fucking shit yeah. so long. What you got for me, Will? I I don't have a good answer. I'm just gonna say that. Like, no sneakerhead is gonna look at me and be like, "That was a really good answer." Okay. That's because okay. I don't I don't necessarily like a lot of shoes out there just because I never got into the basketball silhouettes outside of when I was like in middle school and I bought a pair of Iversons with the honeycomb on the heel and Those stuff. Those are the best. <laughs> and they were they're awesome. But I just have never gotten into it. And so like a lot of the sneakers that I want, I've either bought or because there aren't that much money, like they're not other people's grails. Wow, flex. Like they're, they're like because other people aren't like fiending for these, or I just feel like I'm going to buy because they're I'm just waiting for the price to go down. Uh, I really want and mine are my I have two and they're both nostalgic. One is a pair of Adidas Predator Ultra Boosts that are a throwback to a pair of soccer shoes I had in high school. They were my high school soccer shoes. My mom bought me a wildly expensive pair uh, just because I really wanted them, and hey, I had the, I had the best soccer shoes in our entire life. You love Predators. Everything. I love them. And uh, these were the exact color, exact design of everything. And so I really want them. They sold out within seconds on Adidas.com. I think they had barely any pairs on there. Uh, it was just like a normal drop. And I had another guy trying to help me who actually worked for Adidas. And he was like, yeah, I, I can't do this. Um, and they're going for like $300 right now. I'm just not ready to spend that. The other pair is a nostalgic pair because I still like them. It's a pair of skateboard shoes that I had that I could never get when I was younger because they didn't have that many pairs. And now they just, you can't even find pictures of them on Google. There's like one picture of them on Google. And have you, you've heard of Eric Costin. Mm-hmm, he was in Tony mm-hmm. Hawk Pro Skater. He had some shoes that were made by a company, and I don't know if it's called Ace or ES. I always said ES when I was in high school. But his Costin 3s were the hottest skateboard shoe of all time. They are, there cannot be any pair out there that is in mint condition at this point just because it would not make sense that somebody would keep them and preserve them. But all my friends love them. There's a navy blue pair with a gum sole and I want them so badly but there's just, I guarantee there's not a pair out there. I don't even know if that company's in business anymore. Is it this? Oh, fuck. Yep. Uh, I found them in like two seconds. No, I know, but like there's no, you can't buy them, can you? No, no, it's just So ES, is that how you said it? Uh, That's how how we said it in high school, but somebody corrected me recently. And was like, what is it, S? They were like, it's Ace. Ace? And I was like, I I think, I thought it was ES, but whatever. And that company no longer exists. I don't even know. He he now has Nikes, which I actually think his Nike skate shoes are pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nike actually makes really cool skate shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, like, it, it's just not feasible that I'll ever get those shoes. And one kid in my high school had them, and they just weren't released in the, in the skate catalogs that I got. You aren't fucking around. This is literally that photo I just pulled up is the only even picture I can find. Yeah, man. It's really hard. I, man. They're, they're nowhere. But somebody, they've always somebody been a get shit out that I think about. I yeah, love Austin wow. yeah. Maybe somebody has just a, a pair sitting in a sitting in a I garage had a pair somewhere. of white ones with red uh, detail on it, and I always felt bootleg because they weren't the ones that I wanted, but they were the ones that were available. And that so, explains a lot about you, honestly. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to have the most basic bitch answer out of everybody. This uh, I'm really glad that I went last. 
But I'm just, I'll give you a, a second kind of better answer, but my real answer right now, maybe it's recency bias, it's the off-white Jordan 1, the first one they mm-hmm. released. They're sweet. The red and black Chicago ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the most, out of everything that Virgil's done with the Nike stuff, it's the most, like, clever to me. Like, the things that he did and, like, changed about it is just really, really awesome. And I love, I like the contrast of the neon laces that don't actually match the red and black shoe. Mm-hmm. It just looks awesome. I agree. Um, and... I think so. I, I it's just it's innovative. It's a really cool twist on something super super classic, and I think that I would be able to wear them pretty frequently, and mm-hmm. like they'd match with like kind of like the look that I usually go for and and the stuff that I have in my closet. My kind of one B answer is another pair of Jordans, and and this is all nostalgia. And this pair is actually re releasing later in November, but it's the Jordan Eleven Concord. Arguably the most famous Jordan of all time outside of the Jordan One, and it's the it's Space Jams, right? Yeah, it, yeah, but the white version yeah. with the black patent leather. Uh, when these released somewhere in like I think I I think I said ninety six or ninety seven, I yeah. was like ten or eleven years old. I'd never wanted a pair of basketball sneakers ever more in my life, and I was like just kind of getting into shoes and like the basketball sneakers and Jordans and all that. And I I wanted this pair of shoes so, so bad. And I'll never forget my mom said, nope, they're too gaudy. That was her word. <laughs> they're too gaudy. I'll never yeah. forget it. Uh, Which is hilarious because you ended up being the most gaudy motherfucker ever. Well, and what's really funny is that the pair of shoes that I did end up getting the very next year was the original release of like what basically were the Scotty Pippen ones, otherwise known as the Air More Up Tempo with a massive AIR oh, yeah, Air. Yeah across the, yeah, across I love the those. side yeah. and like those are arguably more gaudy <laughs> they are yeah they're ridiculous. it's like a ridiculous shoe yeah. ridiculous uh, by the way those would be hot right now yeah yeah. Uh, but those have been releasing in a lot of colors they have they, uh, dude that's the problem I don't like some of this re-release shit the uh, first of all you're both. I liked both your picks I didn't think either of those are basic big bitch choices uh, you gotta have money to get the first one yeah and uh, the second one I just this was one of the first shoes I ever had that got me that I was like I it it pulled me in yeah. to the sneaker game. Like yeah. even as a thirteen year old or whatever, I was like, these are fucking sick. And there was something about those shoes that I didn't have already, like a swag to it, right? That I didn't, I wasn't familiar with as like a white guy from the suburbs. Like we don't know about <laughs> cool basketball shoes. So that they, dude, those will always hold a special place in my like the icy blue bottom or whatever yeah. that is, dude. Those are so sick. And I I will I, just. Out of necessity, I will try for a pair of these whenever they release in November, probably around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Here's the thing. I got no idea how I'm going to wear these things. And you got no idea if you're going to get a version that you feel does justice to, to the, the originals. Right. Which That's, is the yeah. real problem with all these Nike re-releases is that with a lot of There's them- There's some, some small they're changes. They're cheaping out. Yeah. And they're making yeah. them- And they, when you get them, you don't, it doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. And those dude, those uh, Air Jordan 11, Concord, whatever they're called, that was the first pair of shoes I ever had where I felt- like I needed to keep them clean. <laughs> like when I got home, I'd go get a paper towel or whatever and get it a little wet and like wipe down the fucking soles. Damn, do you need to find some pictures of you and I know, some Jordan I, dude, I have some sick pi- I had several pairs of Jordans when I was little. It's like the thing that I thank my parents the most for about my childhood. And Growing I, up I've, in like a white, like northern Michigan town, yeah. Jordans weren't something that people were wearing. That like sucks. Ever. That sucks. And, uh, 2018 I, in Michigan is a Jordan school? 
Yeah, they Isn't should that be. Isn't that crazy? Rams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, yeah. B- Michigan blue. University. Now Michigan is. Yeah. Sponsored by Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I remember it was after September 11th, and uh, we didn't go anywhere for spring break Never that forget. year. And my friend was like, or I, th- I think it was because my, we, my parents didn't want to fly or something, or they had some other vacation. So we decided to drive to Chicago. And we went to Nike Town, and the sales associate there was like yeah um tomorrow's gonna be mayhem around here we're doing a jordan release and like it's gonna be crazy my friend and i were like we're young we're like freshmen in high school we're like hell yeah let's let's go to this (laughs) This is gonna be sweet it was the most electric atmosphere i've ever seen (laughs) they were like just giving out free jordan gear if you answered uh trivia questions right they were just throwing you gear so we came out with like all this jordan gear and they had like DJs. It was incredible. Oh, and that's when I was like, yes. oh, okay. Now I, now I see why like these are hyped and cool. Yeah. Everybody remembers their first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the second question regarding sneakers here from a Club Cool listener. All right. What is sneaker etiquette among friend groups? If, if one of your buddies gets a sneaker first, are you still allowed to get said sneaker? Is it then off limits? Do you have to call that friend if you do get them and be like, hey, are you wearing these today, tonight, whenever? What are, what, what are the rules here? And I just a preface before we jump into this. I de- this it's definitely different for like our age group who is mostly wearing these things to work, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, a, and like a little bit younger group of guys who's probably out together more often, hanging out doing like more like you in know. the halls of the high school or the middle school or out at a party or whatever yeah that, or just even you in college like, around, around each other all, you know what Walk i mean the quad and yeah. shit yeah you don't want to run Hell into yeah, each other quad. with the same shit. you, you guys watch atlanta no. i haven't seen season two there's oh. a episode of season two where he goes to school wearing a fubu jersey that another kid had and then they come one of somebody accuses it uh it of being fake oh and so it's all about this fubu jersey and uh yeah, like I mean, it it, it it was ugly for the kid. Yeah, as a kid, you can't have the same shit as somebody else because then you're just swagger. Yeah, with the time you hit our age, it's like, oh fuck it. Yeah, who cares? Right. We're all just trying to stay alive. <laughs> um, man, that's tough because, dude, think about our friend group. We have a lot of overlapping shoes within this room. Even yeah. if you uh, yeah. if you really wanted to get to it, but I think when you, if you're if you're a group of friends at any age, whether it's college, high school, or adult or whatever, and you're You've got a little squad like we do, where you all have a lot of pairs of sneakers. You're fine. What are the mm-hmm. fucking? I mean, odds we've gonna... literally gone to, with the intention, gone to drops to, <laughs> together to get the same shoe. Yeah, And we've yeah. done. Ross and I've got got those Yeezys. To, I mean, yeah, we've hit bots together like back <laughs> in the day. But uh, if but, you're willing to spend the money on it, if you're willing to spend over two hundred dollars on a pair of sneakers, then you, by all means, can have that. Yeah, pair you of make sneakers. the rules there. Yeah, and all, yeah, if it's a. Also, I would say maybe like if it's a big mainstream hyped drop, like everybody's going for these things. Yes. Like so, it, so in that situation, it, you know, it really doesn't matter. I don't look at if Will and, yeah. if uh, if Will and Ross both wear their butters on the same day. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not like over here snickering in a corner. It's like, oh, they both got those dope butters. But yeah. This, you know, is, dope, like, this butters. is the beauty of being friends with Ross. Though <laughs> Ross has so many pairs of shoes that he wears so you know sparingly. Yeah. That you don't even worry about wearing it on the same day. There's, there's such a low chance of that even happening. And with the ones that you're talking about that are like super, super rare that you're having to drop several thousand dollars to get your hands on, it's like, hey, man, if you can afford it, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my like one gray area is like if it's something really obscure that your buddy like didn't know about and then 
he got he goes and grabs them too. That's fair. I just want like maybe just like a little bit of acknowledgement, at least that, acknowledgement, yeah, just a that, hat tip. Yes. Yeah, yeah, just a hat tip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. if, and if I'm wearing, I, I almost might get more offended if it's something that's not sneakers. If I had a friend and I he had this shirt on and I was like, I love that shirt, and I was like, Hey, can I buy this? Like, do you mind if I go to that website and buy it? Cause yeah, like, I I don't live near you. But you're gonna see pictures of me wearing it because I really <laughs> like it. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, by all means, buy it." And then, I, sure enough, I was at a, like home, and I, he and I wore it to the exact same thing. <laughs> Shut I was up. like, "Oh no, this is not good." Damn. Well, at least you'd asked him beforehand. Yeah, yeah, no, he, 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 he cleared he, it. He lives by it. He's like, "Dude, you're fine." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." This motherfucker rolls up in your favorite shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if you acknowledge it, that's all you got to do, man. It's like because there's often times where it's like something that I didn't know about that Barrett will introduce me to, and then you just have to kind of go out of your way to make sure that they know you're crediting them with the inspiration for whatever move it is you made. Because if you don't, then that's bullshit, and that's like swagger jacking. Swagger jacking, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. All right. You ready to jump in some listener voicemails? Always. Mm-hmm. Let's, go. let's get to these voicemails. The first one might be from a familiar voice. Hey, Barrett. This is J-Bone from Bone City. Uh, my question I have for you is this. I wake up every morning, and I'm super lazy. I don't want to put, like, socks on and then sneakers on. Like, I just want to be able to walk out of bed, slip on some shoes, no socks, and go to work. The only problem is I currently do that with Sperry's, and it just totally ruins my outfit every day, and I just look like trash. So I'm wondering what are the best shoes to slip on, no socks, to just not totally ruin my outfit every day. Thank you. Oh, thank, thanks, J-Bone from Bone City. I am so <laughs> fucking glad that he called in with this question because mm-hmm. no one has ever needed this question answered more than J-Bone, also known as Jared Borisla. <laughs> uh, this man is absolutely not lying when he says that he allows his footwear to wreck everything about his entire look every single day. Yeah. The rest of the look isn't great either, but the shoes are shit. <laughs> he's, not, he's not even kidding when he says that he gets out of bed and puts on... He, he's a night shower boy. Yes. So he, he showers at night <laughs> yes. and wakes up in the morning and just goes to work. No but, shower in the morning? But, no! But not a hat guy. Not so he just looks guy, like a disheveled fuckstick who's wearing smelly old spirits <laughs> and no socks. Holy shit. I cannot fathom going out in public unshowered every single day Ooh, that's tough that's i don't I, I don't i can't remember the last time i did it i don't do it i will do it on occasion where i'm a nighttime shower boy and then i'll wake up too late to get one in the morning so i'll put on a hat and roll and that's the way it is you got to live your life but <laughs> i try for the most part to get one in in the morning i don't wake up right that's if no I way to live i don't wake up right if i don't get a shower in the morning. i was a half oh, dude, hour that's... late for a podcast this week and i i instead of rolling straight in i showered first <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. I can't I mean, do it. I can't be. I can't function. Dude, anyway, I'm with you, Ross. Like, if it happens, there are mornings where I just don't. Like, I can't. I, yeah, but it's very rare. Yeah. But I, I, I like to shower too. My hair doesn't you look like right. To shower too. That's I do good. like to shower. My hair doesn't I like, look right. Love a good shower, shower, man. I can't have a hair. I have to wear a hat if I don't shower in the morning. Sorry to default to Jabo's But hygiene. Jared, holy shit! <laughs> just dude, how many times do we have to say it? Burn the Sperry's. You're a grown fucking man, and put on some socks. Maybe some pants. He, so the only people that can wear Sperry's at this point are are dads that are like, don't Older give a dads. fuck. Yeah, like yes. like upper sixties dads. Yeah, they they can do it, but because, like you can't do it at our cares age. What you got on your feet at that point? No. So here's here's J Bone's caveat that makes this a little bit more difficult. He is so lazy that he does not want to tie any laces. He basically he basically says as much in the voicemail, but he also told me that. He he wants a shoe that he can slip on. 
I have one. Okay, what do you got? UBs, Ultra Boost. Mm-hmm. They're okay. perfect. You don't have to tie them. They're extremely comfortable. Shit, you can tie them and slip them on and off without yeah. untying them. Yeah. I'm there's wearing a, some now, and I do not have them tied at all, and these may have never even been tied ever. Yeah, I think that's the move. There's a ton of different colorways. That's They're, they're hot right now. You know what? With uh, a lot of the Yeezy V2s, you don't need to untie. These shoes yeah. that I'm wearing Jared right now. Jared can't do that, I'm though. wearing these, uh, what are these fuckers called? What, what colorway is this? Beluga. So Beluga, you think, so you think Jared should get Jared get, is, should get some Yeezums? Jared no. is so not allowed to do that. <laughs> Jared can't get Yeezums. When uh, he starts wearing them, that's when we know that it's, I mean, it's already dying. It's dead when Jared's yeah, got one. But if he starts wearing them, then it's I'm bad, just dead. saying, these have never been untied or tied ever. Straight like, out the box, yeah. stock tie, never been fucked with. There are lots of pairs of shoes these days that are possible to to just be slip-ons mm-hmm. with laces. So he's not. That's not an excuse. He's got to figure it out. Mm. Yeah, uh, big T-shirt Matt really recently got himself a pair of Cole Haan slip-on sneakers that I think look really good and kind of like probably more up J Bones Alley. Yeah, are yeah are, are kind of up J Bones Alley. With Sorry, like, Matt. Yeah, no, I mean it's just <laughs> like. These aren't guys that are trying to like stunt or be super duper cutting edge stylish. They sure. just want to like look good. They just basically. want a solid dude wardrobe. They just, yeah, they just want a solid dude wardrobe. You and think about them, you're like, yeah, he's a solid. As dude. Jared put it, he just doesn't want to look like trash. Yeah, and so they they do like a slip on that's like better than a Sperry to me, and isn't as skatish as a Vans or something like that. Has a better profile to me than some of like the the CV slip ons out there. So that's a good place to start. Um, Can I offer one? Please, please. Just some Vans. Yeah. You don't have to tie and untie them. Vans will do the job. They're cheap. You can wear them until they are so dirty and smelly, just like Sperry's, but they don't have the connotation of Sperry's. You know what's nice about Vans is like a a guy that looks like scumbag, like Jared, can put on a (laughs) pair of Vans and it it still fits the vibe. Mm -hmm. Like... Jared's not a skater. No. You know what I mean? Jared doesn't have the edge that you'd require to be a skater. <laughs> but I feel like I'm dissecting his entire life. <laughs> but, okay. but, you, guys are, you guys are... But the Vans would work. They yeah, would, that yeah. would work on Jared. And it's not. It, it doesn't really make sense. I'm not explaining it well, but it would work. Uh, I, no, I know what you mean. And there, there are plenty of options that are out there of a Vans slip-on that like has a much more casual look to it they don't mm-hmm. have to be so california skater yes that's, like, I, like yeah. I have a pair pulled up that's just a a washed canvas classic van slip-on 60 bucks i think jared would would do fine in these as well and they look great like with anything you don't yeah. have to be super uh versed on how to put together a wardrobe or an outfit in order to pull these off and i no. think that's what jared needs i i wore a pair of vans last night to dinner because i was just like well it's crappy outside these go with literally everything I have, and I don't care about how I look because it's a dark restaurant. So, I I love wearing them. For sounds like you're depressed, stuff. is what it sounds. Like. <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's what that description was. That was just. Depression. I also think that he should just maybe look into some Stan Smiths for the summertime. Get some white sneakers that J Bone can find comfortable and just toss on. Maybe not white. Jared can't pull that off. <laughs> that's why I said summertime. I don't know, Jared. He. I can't. I can't figure him out. It's a fucking mess. Yeah. One all, day he comes white, in wearing all white sneaks on Jared. I, nah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Jared's just—he's so bizarre. One day he will come in wearing like a Filson T-shirt that he bought for like way too much, and then the <laughs> next day he will come in wearing a Michigan like Michigan versus Wisconsin regular season game com- <laughs> commemorative T-shirt, and I'm like, what? Are you, what are you doing? Yeah, that he like got out of a box somewhere. Yeah, not even like, one that dude, he purchased from the game. It's crazy. 
I don't know. But yeah, vans are a great option. They're... The University of Texas co-op always like will send these emails after games. It's like, oh, get your commemorative t-shirt for when we beat USC. Yeah. In the regular season, I'm always wondering who buys these t-shirts. It's Jared. It's Jared. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly it's right. Jared. It's because you know why? Because the answer is nobody buys them. They get marked down 70% within a week. And then J-Bone sweeps through. Yeah. He's a god at shopping at discounts. Yeah. Everybody knows this about Jared. We did he, call him the discount rack for a long time. Yes, because he dominates. Clearance rack. The clearance rack was his nickname. It will forever be his nickname to me. All right, J-Bone, we'll, we'll shoot you a list of those links. Let's get to the second question. It's also about shoes. Hey guys, this is Ryan from San Diego. I just wanted to know, uh, what do you guys think is the the colorway for shoes that goes best with the most uh, the most amount of clothing? You know, like what goes best with uh, whatever you got. So uh, yeah, love the pod. You're doing what you're doing. All right, Ryan. I, I've got it. My my go-to answer here is gray. I'm weirdly drawn to any and all gray sneakers. I always like have this innate desire to want to like choose the most boring colorway, which is usually gray. And I, you know, I, it's, it's precisely for that reason is because there's kind of three colors that you have to work with, with like putting together. And to me, it's, that's, it's black, brown, and gray. And so the black and the brown is kind of the hard stuff that is sometimes like uh, I don't know if that goes with this. Like, does black go with like a bright green or something like that? Like, not yes, really. It's like, very difficult. Yeah, get, you know, does brown go with, uh, you know, I don't know. Does it go with blue? Uh, it's hard to say. And a lot of the time, you just have to. It differs between shoes. Right. And you have to try yeah. them on with an outfit to see. So that's yeah. that's kind of why gray is a go to there because it it's a nothing color. So in that way, it goes with everything. You know what the pair of shoes that surprised me? Um, you know how I bought every colorway of the the Yeezy 500 because I'm diseased. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the the first of all, the Supermoon Yellow were my favorite colorway, and but slowly over time, the blush ones they're called blush, and I'm gonna hold up a photo. The rest of you, if you're listening, you can just Google it. They're called blush. They're really not. Not at they're all. They're a very neutral color. They go with everything, and I would say that that Yeezy 500 blush is the shoe that more than any other shoe I've owned, and it's the colorway, it's also the model, that goes with so much of the things that I own, and that, like my style in particular. So I'm not colorblind, and I can barely tell the difference between the blush and whatever other color Now, yeah. that's the thing. is I'm, he, I'm trying to answer his question. What the hell color should this have been called? Because it's not blush. It's, blush it's, is off pink. Yeah, and those the the blush five hundred has like a very a slight rose, very slight tint to it. But in it's person, really it's like more less gray. to me. Is it? I would say it's. It, I, blush to me is like a very is like a rose tinted gray. Basically. Okay, okay. Yeah. Then then I have to agree with you because whatever I, this is, this is so dependent on a wardrobe too. It is. And it this is. for me, it's for me, it's brown. Just because that is what goes so well with everything else. I'm not talking about sneakers. I'm talking about like anything just, but sneakers. Right. Okay. It's just brown because that's just what goes with my wardrobe. But like, I also don't have anything that would go with black shoes. It's black See, right, is just not right. a color that I do much with. That's what I was gonna say. That's why I got rid of those black Yeezys. Is just because they're black does go with everything. But when it comes to footwear, I wear a lot of black bottoms and jeans and such. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Black on black is tough. It makes it it gets a little chunky down there. It gets weird. It gets weird. Dude, the, the pair that you got rid of, was it the V2 yeah. all black with mm-hmm. the red? Mm-hmm. I have those, I like and I those. never wear them because they look like shit with everything. <laughs> yeah. I like them. And, uh, they, I, lo- I loved them, but it was I time do, for them No, go. I love the shoe. I love the, I love the, the design, the colorway, but they suck. 
with everything. <laughs> so, I'm, dude, mine look like they've never been worn. I might just try to, you know, offload those. Holler things. at me, stock X. Well, and then I would agree with with Barrett Gray is um, obviously the easy answer, and I would also say that I really enjoy a white. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the other answer that that seems pretty obvious here yeah. is white. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you follow my columns on postgrad problems, you know that much like I have, you know, a, a very uh, a, a draw to gray sneakers. I have kind of an aversion to all white sneakers. So that's mainly why that's not my answer. Uh, but white is is clearly like it's also goes with a ton. Mm-hmm. It does. I have a few pair of all whites. Uh, I've got actually two different pairs of ultra boost, like two different versions of the all whites. Uh, one of which they just re released. Yeah, with the reflective that. ones, mm-hmm. which kind of pissed me off. It's like, hey, what <laughs> I, I bought these the first time around. What's going on here? No second chances. But um, all white is it's just. The, it's the taking care of them part yeah, that, yeah. that makes it really troublesome. And every time I get another pair of shoes in, you know, and they come in a box to my doorstep or whatever, and I take them out, and, and then Taylor's like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> another pair of all white shoes, they all look the same. And I'm like, they don't look the same. They're totally different. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm but wearing she, a pair she, of all white Ultra Boost right now, and I wear, I've, been, I've legitimately worn them every day for the past week because the weather has been shitty outside, and I've accepted... These are crappy now. They're These are dingy. Your beat shoes. They're, they're I can't rehab them anymore. Yeah. And I'm just gonna and my move is I'm going to go buy the exact same pair of shoes again. Yeah. Because they I wear them so much and they go with everything. They're so the I'm, I'm Put just them in gonna the go buy machine. I've done that like a million times now. Yeah, okay. once you've done it several times, yeah. it stops being very effective. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the plastic on these is now tinted. Like they're bad, and but if, I'm fine with that. They're your beaters. They're your beaters. Yeah. If you want to give a, a pair of all white sneakers a shot, the UBs are a great yeah. option because not only are they super comfortable, so even if you can't pull them off or it doesn't work out or whatever, you can use them as running shoes if you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're great shoes, but they're you, just. It's not a hard decision there. You just buy the all white Ultra Boost if you want to try. Go on StockX. You can get them for a hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, good to know. All right, let's jump on to the next one. What's up, Barrett? This is Alex from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, fall's coming up on us now, and it's basically here. So I had a question about sweatshirts, sweaters, etc. If you have a T-shirt on under a hoodie or just a regular sweater, do you tuck it in so it doesn't come out the bottom of it, perhaps? Uh, just had a thought about this this morning, so I figured I'd see what your thoughts are on it. And also, how do you select what T-shirts to wear under a sweater? Do you think about maybe if you take it off, are you going to have a good T-shirt on underneath it? Colors, you know, neck, collar, setups. Uh, give me your thoughts. Thanks. Bye. Well, it's officially uh, hoodie and sweater season here. Mm-hmm. Austin has turned into Seattle over the last few days here. It's the best. Uh, it feels and, like a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And so th- this is actually a great question because uh, I've worn a hoodie, I think, every day this week. And <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we're all sitting here wearing sweaters and, and, and various things like that. And it's something you gotta you, that you've been dealing with in the morning probably. It's like, what do you put on under? How do you go about that? And so I, I, I kind of have two answers, whether it's for both sweatshirt and then one for a sweater as well. Uh, the, the thing to keep in mind with the hoodie is you don't want the t-shirt to be way longer than the hoodie. Yeah. So if, if the hoodie is doing its like elastic cinch thing around your waist, and it's kind of like making three or four inches of the t-shirt like flare out right. and do that that's thing, not no. that's, not, that's not a look you want. That's when you should maybe tuck the t-shirt 
into your pants so it's not hanging out. Aside from that, it's really just kind of like a judgment call. It's kind of like a devil may care thing. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I typically just have like a little fraction of a t-shirt poking out under a hoodie and I just don't really think about it that much. Like if it shows, I'm making sure it's a color that like isn't clashing with the hoodie or the pants that I'm wearing. But otherwise, you know, it can show, it can not show. I don't really care. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, layering is still pretty hot right now. And as long as it doesn't like, like what Barrett said, as long as you're working with about two to three inches max, yeah, of the shirt showing underneath, and it's not just a total clash. I think that's the move. Uh, with sweaters, so with sweaters, I generally, I tend to like if it's like a crew neck sweater or something like that. I'm more using a t-shirt as an undershirt mm-hmm. rather than so that like wool is just not like touching my skin right, the right. entire Especially like, if like all like of my skin the entire day. I don't yeah. feel comfortable just having something sticking out. Yeah. So uh, then I'm then I am more a little bit more conscious about it, and I probably do tuck in a t-shirt. And if I don't want a t-shirt showing, then I'll grab like a V-neck so that it kind of like sits underneath it. And then if I do, if it is going to show, then again, it's just like I'm I'm choosing neutral colors, white or gray, usually maybe a color if it mm-hmm. kind of like goes with whatever mm-hmm. the color of the mm-hmm. sweater is. I struggled really hard with this one night last winter. It was cold outside. I really wanted to wear this sweater. And I could not figure out what shirt to put under it. Memories made in the coldest winter. Right. What? What? Huh? <laughs> nothing. And then uh, I couldn't figure out what to put under it. And so finally, Sally looked at me and she said, just don't wear anything under it. And I was like... Genius. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to wear anything under this. And so... <laughs> and it was a great decision. Yeah, I felt yeah. phenomenal. It was a cashmere sweater. So it was like the most comfortable thing in the world. And right. I was like, I am loving this but right But did now. your nipples chafe? <laughs> No, no, oh, no, good. no. Oh, this, was a, this, was a, this was a high-quality cashmere. It was oh, not going to do anything to my, my person. That's that felt a, wonderful. And that's a good point. Like, don't force a T-shirt under a sweater because, it, you know, if it, if it is, like, if it's a really thin sweater and you can, like, see clearly what's under it or if it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. like, a little bit more form-fitting, then you don't want a, bunch, a weird, you know, T-shirt, like, poking out. If, if your sweater has, like, maybe, like, a looser neck, don't put on a t-shirt that has like a real high collar mm-hmm. so that, you know, you've got that's like... That's the issue that that's I was having. That's the Ross Bolin in high school move. That's the issue that I was having. The, the, the sweater kind of has this neck that kind of sags a little bit. Uh, right. It, everything just looked so uptight underneath that I just looked like an idiot. Yeah. Like nothing looked natural. Oh, uh, God. That's like, for some reason, that's one of the biggest hurdles for me. I'm, I'm so drawn to high, tight collars. <laughs> On I, t-shirts, I love them. Even I this like one. it. I like, like it. Like all the Buck Mason tees, I love them because they've got the the colors. Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it too. I'm glad somebody asked this question because this is still a struggle for me. Like the, I think it was yesterday. I had on a, <laughs> an Astros hoodie, and I was like, "What the fuck do I wear underneath this?" Because it's kind of a funky length hoodie that stops right at the belt line, so you can't have a shirt that's hanging out way low. Mm-hmm. But you look like a dork with this particular hoodie if you've got something tucked in underneath and the color is really important because it's a gray hoodie anyway uh so i I appreciate those answers because i don't have the fucking answer what did you end up doing i took off the hoodie and went to work ashamed (laughs) so you didn't wear it (laughs) no what was not with the outfit that i had on originally no okay all right what's the problem with having a t-shirt on under that hoodie the hoodie is shorter than most okay so t-shirts your t-shirts are doing the flare thing not even the, fl- the it, it's loose too. It just look. It doesn't look right. Yeah, it's like it a crop top. Right. So yeah, it doesn't look right. Um, 
but it's a badass hoodie. It's a hoodie. The, the problem is with this hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the world. We won the World Series. The Astros won the World they Series. Did, they did. Yeah, really? They did. They did. In 2017, and uh, why are the Cubs going to win one? This was commemorating that, like two years ago. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, so I I think those are the important points. You don't want a t-shirt sticking out too far at the top, too far at the bottom. You don't want to see it through a sweater. Uh, you don't want your nipples to chafe. You, and you don't want your nipples to chafe, and you don't want the color that you choose to clash with whatever else you're wearing. Those are kind of the basics. Other than that, it's really just a judgment call. Guys, we have one more question. Uh, I, okay, I'll, I'll let you guys listen. I can't tell what the first part of this says, but I do know what the second part is, so we'll, we'll see. What's up, Barrett? This is uh, Stephen from Iowa Collin, just on my way home from the office. And wanted to get your take on uh, two-parter here. One... Do colors really have an effect on uh, style and, you know, kind of how people carry themselves, I suppose? And two, what kind of Halloween costumes are you looking at this year? Do you ever get too old for that? And what's something that's uh, kind of practical to go out in? I'm not looking to do the uh, big Kanye West box thing. I love the pack. Look forward to hearing from you. Yo, fuck the first half of that phone well, call. Well, I, I tried. I, try, tried, I got, I got like I six no words clue. in and then I lost it. sounded like he said, do, do clothes, do, clothes, do colors do really cars? matter? Do colors? Do colors really matter? I thought was the question, but do that doesn't fashion? make sense. But then, I, then it spiraled. I thought it was maybe cars. Do cars matter for uh-huh. style? Well, I think the important part is the second half. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so let's get don't, into cars. Don't call the hotline so, through a fucking walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steven, I'm sorry. We couldn't understand that for the first part. What matters to style? I'm not sure really what you were saying. And I'm just clothes, colors, or cars. <laughs> If you want to call back or, or DM and, and, and hit me with that one, please do. But let's address the second part because Halloween is right around the corner. All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, might be trying to put on a costume to go to, to, to Ross's party here. And uh, I'm having a Halloween thing. I, I, I got to know, you know, what are you guys thinking about for Halloween? Because I'm, I'm out of ideas right now. Fuck. I, I have two ideas. I'm workshopping and neither of them are good. <laughs> I'm, I'm the worst Halloween costume person of all time. And yeah. so, like, I... I I dread it every year. I usually really, really like Halloween. The thing is, I like to choose costumes that require too much work for not enough payoff. I, I like. Th- I think that's in your head, though, dude. I've seen you pull off some really gnarly Halloween costume. It's just because people don't feel comfortable coming up and being like, "Dude, you crushed this," because it's kind of weird. So you kind of just have to, you know, you have to know you crushed it yourself. Okay, so like one of the, one of the ones I'm thinking. Two seasons ago, my girlfriend and I were uh, were the Colin Farrell and uh, Rachel McAdams' character from True Detective Season 2. Yeah. And we crushed it. Oh, my God, we crushed it. But it's like some – so anybody that saw the series was like, oh, nice, yeah. nice. But that was like four people. <laughs> I remember – I didn't even watch this series. I watched one episode or two episodes, and I remember th- – I saw it, and I was like, oh, you crushed that. But so, you know, that's – yeah. Uh, one year – one year uh, back when – this episode of The Office first aired, um, and I was living in Beaumont at the time. I went as Prison Mike, <laughs> I love and that. it it fell so flat. <laughs> really? They would probably kill now. Yeah. <laughs> I just wore a cheap suit with the bandana, and uh-huh. and, and I ha- if you have to explain yeah. the costume more than, I would say, three to four times, you're done. Yeah, and no. that's typically what I do. I choose costumes that I have to explain too much. Yeah, well... I don't dress like 
we haven't dressed up for Halloween in years, dude. I mean, I just don't really get into it. But oh, you fuck. I know. I'm I'll, sorry. I, ha- well, I can't I'll remember address, the last time I did. Let, let me just say, though, you're never too old to dress up for I agree, Halloween. I agree. Ever. I agree. This now, all right, I was thinking when I saw this show, uh, Maniac on Netflix, mm. the first thing that came to my head is like, there's a costume. Yeah. I don't know how you would pull it off. They're, when they're wearing those jumpsuits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. No spoilers. I'm like too deep. I'm not yeah. any deep, and I can't wait to go into it. It's, dude, do not smoke weed before you watch that show. <laughs> I have no. I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's yeah. not because it freaks you out. It's because you. You. Uh, it's hard. You, to you don't know attention. what's happening. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't follow it when you're high. You're like, wait, what? Uh, it's a great my show. attention span goes to about five seconds. When yeah, I'm no, high, it's so not good. I, I can't do but it. But what I'm referencing is the jumpsuits they yeah, wore when good. they were like patients of that study. So. I married a chick who is obsessed with Halloween. Like it's her favorite holiday favorite time of the year uh she takes like total ownership of it and it is so it feels like it already felt like picking a halloween costume is a lot of pressure it's a very difficult decision to make it's felt like that my whole life Mm -hmm. like in college you'd be like what the fuck am i supposed to be it's a pain in the ass if you're not all in on it if you're a guy like me or i think will you're probably pretty similar where it's like fuck man i want to figure this out dude when i got the invite to this Halloween thing it says costumes encouraged and I was like well I can't be the only required. dude I was like <laughs> I can't be the only dude there not wearing costumes so now I have to figure out a costume yeah uh Classic movie characters are usually good. Like Ross, you've done a really good Ace Ventura yeah. before. That's what I wish I could just be Ace every year now. Classic ones like Dexter or uh Patrick Bateman are easy good ones. No for dudes. one knew my Marty McFly one year. And I thought I crushed it. That is I depressing. told this entire story on Touching Base. I thought I crushed it. And I think I, I still think I did. I think the people that I was with uh-huh. weren't well-versed enough in Back to the Future. Oh, last and year we did. it pissed me off. We did Stranger Things last year. Yeah. That's what we did last year. Oh, you were Steve. You crushed yeah. Steve. Yeah, Dude, you, you are Steve. Unbelievable Steve. Yeah. I had to be the cop. You I saw the you as him. And then I thought to myself, I saw like an Instagram story and I thought to myself, Oh dear God! I hope Barrett is Steve. And it, then like the the video panned over, and I was like, Oh yes, dude! It was a fucked. Up, it was like a real low point in my life too. So I said, I'm at the table like dressed as the cop. I've got like three layers of clothes on. The, the the costume I was able to find last minute was absolutely terrible. I just looked miserable. I, 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 it was it was terrible. We okay. tried. We wanted you to be the Demogorgon, but it, that's a hard costume. You have to know how to like build your own. Yeah. See, Demogorgon. I'm in this weird period because I have a beard now. You do. And so I can't just be some random person without a beard because everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you didn't really sell out for this costume because you have a beard. Yeah, what are you, bearded Marty? Yeah, McFly? like it's so like now I'm like, okay, do I just say whatever and still do something that doesn't you require choose a beard? beard character. I just don't know. It's Beardy. Hard. The problem for me is that I like, I think Beardy. I feel a pressure to do a relevant uh, costume for the time period I'm in. Like yeah. right now, yeah. I'm like, man, what would be hot that I could pull off that, that is cool right now? And I just I don't know, man. That's it's such a tough decision. It is to tough. I'm not tough. the guy to ask. Is my point? Like Taylor will just end up telling me what I have to be, and then I'll be that. But you guys don't have a decision yet. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, not to my knowledge. And Will, anyway. are you going to tell us what you're workshopping yeah. yet? Or are you, you, yeah. you going to save it? Are you going to save? It? I can I can tell you. You can uh, save it if you want. One to. of them I would have to explain, but I don't care because it's so over the top looking that like people would just assume I was some like English, like what whatever you call it. What do you call a gentleman? That, that's like a, a that owns a lot of property Chimney or whatever. Sweep. A lord, a lord. People would just assume <laughs> I was some like rich, rich waspy lord. Phil just saved um, your ass. Yeah, thank you, Phil. And uh, but my dad has these. I saw this photo. It was actually of Prince Philip, and he looks ridiculous at this horse show. And I, I looked at this costume. I was like, this is an absurd outfit that he has on, just wearing normally. And then I looked at it, and I was like, hold on. 
I have everything on this except for the belt and this other thing. And my dad has both of those. And I was like, I could just dress up like this and people would just Boom. think it was hilarious. The other thing that I want to do, which would, I think, require me shaving my beard, which I really don't want to do, is I want to go as Leo from Wolf of Wall Street in the Quaalude scene where he's just wearing gray sweatpants, a white T-shirt, <laughs> a denim button-down, unbuttoned, <laughs> Nike kill shots, call it a day. And just do that and just look as fucked up as possible the entire time. Frankly, that's pretty on par with the vibe you bring into the office every day. <laughs> exactly. No, so it fits perfectly. Dude, it's perfect. And I can save all the stuff that I wear that night and just wear it normally. I might even just wear the exact same outfit to work I a week later. I will die sober. <laughs> like, that's a great I, scene. You're going to have to get that Lambo. I know. That's a th- yeah, now I need a Lambo to pull yeah. up. And I'll just mm. run one. It's my, fine. My, I think yeah. the best thing to do with Halloween, if you can find the, the, the outfit, is... Dress up as somebody that you know, you wish you could dress up as all the time. Like that's a mm, good example. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Leo and Wolf of Wall Street has. There's some fits in that movie that he pulls off that are, are cool that you could pull off. And it's not necessarily about recognition at that point. You're just finding something that you you wish you could wear normally. And it's Halloween, so you yeah. get to. Good advice there. Actually, I I like that a lot, and I I, I do try to do that sometimes. Now I'm stressed about my costume, mm. and uh, I've I've got to end this so that I can go do research and figure out what I'm going to be. But you know what I'm mean? I'm saying like this: if you want, if you always want to be a rock star, right? But you right. don't get to be one. Be a rock star for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Party like a rock star, guys. Where can people follow you on social media? <sighs> Not it. You can follow my personal accounts <laughs> at Barrett Dudley. <laughs> you can follow this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Club Cool Pod. Will? You can follow me at Will DeFreeze on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, subscribe to Touching Base and follow those social accounts. Why'd you yell it? <laughs> Touching Base? Jesus. Jesus. It. Also, God. Sunday Scary. Subscribe to Sunday Scaries as well. You can find me on Instagram um, at pbatag, P as in podcast. Penis. Penis. Or podcast. <laughs> and, and Phil, you were just a potty boy today, huh? I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had the pleasure time. of being um, a guest on Dylan's mailbag. So y'all check out the mailbag on. Uh, Grand X Labs. I finally got invited to be on that. It's like he cycled through the whole fucking office, and then he went next door and pulled people out of that office. And now, now he's like, "Hey, man, you want to do the show?" I'm like, "I guess, I guess I will." P B A T T A G. There it is. P B tag. Ah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm at W R Bolin on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, and that's kind of all you need to know. You can call our hotline here if you have a question or you want to drop us a line. It's eight three three Club Cool. I do listen to them. If I haven't gotten to yours yet, we'll try to get to it soon. Call in, ask me a question, give a hot take, whatever you want to do. This has been Club Cool V16, and we will see you next week. Bye.